Now back to the City Current Radio Show, hosted by Jeremy Park. Welcome back to the City Current Show. I'm your host, Jeremy Park. We're always honored to bring you inspiring stories of individuals and organizations making a difference, empowering the good. And we're honored to be with our next guest. We're talking with Chris Hope. He is the executive director of the Chris Hope Foundation. How are you doing, Chris? I'm doing fantastic. How's it going? It's going well. So you are changing lives for sure. And when you talk about your efforts with the foundation, obviously there's a personal storyline for you. And so let's start with a little bit of your backstory, including having a full-time job and doing this as an opportunity to pay it forward and help families. And so give us a little bit of your backstory and what led you to start the Chris Hope Foundation. Well, like you said, I do have a full-time job. I am a road driver for UPS. Um, my workday starts at 1.30 in the morning, and I drive to Texarkana, Arkansas, uh, to meet a Dallas driver. I bring him Memphis loads. And he, I, mean, I bring him Dallas loads. He bring me Memphis loads. I bring them back. And I usually punch out about 10, 10.30 in the morning um, from there. And from there, I start my CHF chores. Um, and pretty much whatever I have on my plate for the day, that's what I handle, whether it be meetings or meet with social workers to try to figure out ways that we can be more of an impact to the families that need us. Um, and pretty much the way we got started, um, I had a friend who had a son at St. Jude. And when I would visit, I would hear the stories from all the different families. You know, I mean, they're just sitting around chit-chatting, talking. And I never knew how much of a struggle they had beyond their child fighting cancer. Um, they know they lost houses, they lost jobs, and even after the child has made their, fought their battle through cancer, um, how it's still difficult for them to keep a job or get a job because of the treatment that goes on after the fact. And, um, you know, so I saw this opportunity to come make a difference and talk about the other side of pediatric cancer to our community so they can know what these families go through. And I think to your point from the listener's context, you know, you hear St. Jude Children's Research Hospital, no family pays mm-hmm. a bill, which is true. And so when you look at undergoing the treatment, but like you say, many of them are giving up everything to come to Memphis so that their child can receive that treatment. And so when you look at trying to hold down a job, pay their mortgage, do all the things, that's a heavy toll on the family. And so being able to have that support to step in and say, hey, we've got you, you focus on getting your child better. We're going to be that support network for the family. That's a huge added value benefit for those families who are undergoing treatment. And so talk about kind of the way it works on your end, because you work with other entities outside of St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. So talk about the process and how it works on your end. So we um, affiliate with the social workers at the hospitals as far and also with uh, quality of life social workers where we deal with a lot of the hospice kids. Dealing with the hospice kids allowed us to create a new program called uh, Happy Hearts where we grant wishes for them in their, while they're going through end-of-life treatment. Um, and it just, it just kind of ballooned from there because some of the social workers we deal with also are social workers for La Bona Children's Hospital. So that's kind of how that got tied in. And, um, you know, it's, it's amazing that, you know, all the different things that we can do um, to help put a smile on a kid's face or a smile on a family's face, um, as well as try to be that financial support for them and, um, you know, help them go through those struggles. You know, like you say, that, you know, only they can have to, uh, they just have to worry about their child. 
Um, and just like just like St. Jude said, they want their want them to just focus on that. That's the same thing we want to. So we just try to fill in what the hospitals don't and more. What's been the feedback? Because obviously I've got to imagine tremendous appreciation from the families and the children. So what's been some of the feedback you received that's put a smile on your face so far? Oh my gosh, you know, it's it's amazing because for instance, we have a the CHF family house. Uh, where families come there and spend time as one with their family, as a family, um, because of the COVID rules that keeps them from staying at the Target house and the Ronald McDonald house. And it's, it's funny, every time a family leaves, there is a car or a small token of appreciation that's left in the house for us, um, saying how much they appreciate being able to stay here and, and out of the love and, and just the kind words that comes from that. Um, that's something that really warms my heart. It makes me smile um, and it makes me excited to be able to assist the next, the next family. And, you know, to be able to get handmade gifts from kids, um, you know, I mean, they don't have to do, do stuff like that. But, I mean, small tokens like that means the world to me and it makes me want to do it more and more. Talk about some of the numbers, over 3,000 families that you've been able to impact. What are some of the other numbers that put a smile on your face when you look at the dollars raised, the dollars given? What are some of those other numbers look like? One of the numbers that I've been really, really happy about this year is the sponsor support. Uh, We have just had our bowling tournament and we had a record number of eight sponsors uh, to be a part of that. I mean, it's, 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 it's it's been great. I've been so excited about the fact how we went the first year of helping maybe one family to now we are helping over 3,000, have helped over 3,000 families, not simply because we're helping one at a time, but now we figure out how we can help groups of people at one time. Um, I mean, it's, it's, it's unreal. It's been pretty much thanks to um, listen to the social workers, listen to the need, to their needs, um, and listen to the families and their needs. Um, and also the advice that St. Jude gave me as well um, to be able to try to handle or impact um, groups, of fam- groups of families or groups of kids versus just one or two, even though we still provide those individual needs. What would you say on your end when you look at having a full-time job and this being something that is a passion, obviously, but the fact that you know you can pour in on both sides, how has this kind of changed your perspective of your ability to make a difference and be the catalyst in the lives of others? I will say it's not easy. It gets pretty tiring um, because if, if you go on a road trip and you're on the road for eight or nine hours and, you know, a lot of times you want to come home and just relax. Um, but, you know, in my case, you know, I have to just roll up the sleeves and be able to um, kick it in gear and, you know, figure out ways to be more of an impact to the families and, uh, and also be inspiration to the volunteers and our team members because, you know, they look look for me to be able to, um, you know, guide them and figure out ways to support these other families. But it's it's not tough, but it's, it's something that I wouldn't I wouldn't change for nothing in the world. Um, I look forward to it. I I'm always told I'm always thinking and I'm always executing. And that's true. Um, you know, it's funny because driving on the road. It's really where I get a lot of my thoughts and my ideals uh, because I'm just driving. So I'm just driving, listening to the radio or talk shows or whatever the case. And it's really my mobile office. I'm kind of like double dipping at the same time. But, you know, I mean, I enjoy the heck out of it. And, and I'm, 
I get a lot of great care words for um, people who follow us uh, talking about, you know, how much of an inspiration they are and how much they're glad to be a part of what we do. And even on top of that, asking how they can help, uh, which is something that, you know, we have an open door. If you want to be a part of what we do, then we'll welcome you in uh, to be a volunteer, to help recruit, to help uh, fundraise um, and things like that. Go ahead and carry that forward into how can we help? So talk about ways we can volunteer. How can we help you fundraise? Talk about opportunities to serve with you. You know, I was going to carry it on, but I said, I got a feeling that's going to be one of his next questions. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, visit our website at chrisofoundation.org. Um, on there, you will see all the different programs that we have going on. Um, you can also see ways to donate and there's also and get involved link where you can sign up to be a volunteer, um, subscribe that way. Anything that we have going on, you can be able to receive it firsthand and to be able to get our monthly newsletters to talk about um, what we have done, what we're planning to do and how you can be a part of it. What's your vision when you look at, you know, what lies ahead and what you're building toward? Talk about some of the impact goals and your vision for the future. Well, one of the things that uh, we're starting this year is being able to help families that who suffer with funeral costs for after losing their child. Uh, that is one program that I want to help elevate um, and be more involved in. Um, so, I mean, that's something that's new. Um, I mean, I want us to be able to get to a point where we b- become a full staff. I like us to be able to full staff and to be able to uh, do more because pretty much right now we're just a group of people who volunteer and give the time that we can. But I want to be able to get to a point where we can be a full staff and do unlimited amount of things, not only for this community, but nationwide as well. You mentioned some of the advice that St. Jude gave you for working with groups of families versus individual families. What's another bit of helpful advice that you've received either from the nonprofit side or from the business sponsors or the the volunteers saying, hey, here's something that you can do to magnify your efforts? What's been a bit of helpful advice? I would say um, basically to keep doing what we're doing, to continue our efforts. Uh, Don't stop. Dream, dream big and, and make it a success. You know, it's it's amazing that, you know, we try to do as much as we can for as many people as we can. And, um, and people are starting to see that. And they really push our efforts and really support our efforts. Um, but basically, it's, you know, keep striving for the best. And, you know, don't stop and that they're there for us if, they need, if we need them. And that helps out a lot. I mean, that is, that is big for us being a small organization. What words would you give, especially I'm thinking for young professionals and youth, you hear Mm -hmm. often that, uh, you know, many people get stuck on the title. They have to be the CEO or they have to have some great title to be able to then make a difference. And so in their mind, they have to achieve some high level of success to then be able to pay it forward. And to me, you're the perfect example of saying, no, wait a second, wherever you are in life you have an opportunity to give back and make a difference. You don't have to wait for a title. You can do it now. And so what words of encouragement would you give to those to to be a catalyst now, to take action, to do exactly what you're doing, which is to step in and kind of burn the candle on both ends, but to be able to give back and help? Well, one thing you have to put self out. I mean, you you, you can't think about yourself, period, not at all. 
um, and be focused on what you're trying to achieve. Nobody cares about titles, <laughs> to be honest with you. And the only reason I have a title is because I have to have a title. Um, you know, you have to just focus on what it is that you want to achieve and make that your main goal, make them your main purpose and be ready to put a lot of time. I mean, literally, this is a 24 um, seven deal that you're dealing with. You think about it, you sleep it. I mean, it's on your mind constantly. There is no dying, dying down. There is no breaks, even when you try to take a break. And it's, it's tough and it's a grind. But the reward in the end, if you're doing it for the right reason, um, it makes it all worthwhile. And I think that's what drives me uh, to be able to not say no, but always say yes. When a social worker says that there's a family that needs a certain thing, we always say yes. And if it's something that we can do, we partner with other, other organizations so we can continue to say yes. And that's what, depending on what, if you're trying to help others, that's the position that you want to be in. Forget about yourself. It's not about us. It's not about what we do. It's about what we do for others. You mentioned the volunteerism. You mentioned there's a donate now button basically on the website where people can financially contribute. Talk about sponsorship opportunities, especially for corporations to step in on a large scale and then for individuals to give and be a part of what you're doing. So talk about the financial gifts and where those dollars go and how important that is to be able to make a difference. Yes, um, of course, individual donors, they can do one time or recurring donations, whichever way they choose, whatever amount um, they choose. Uh, we have some pre-selects there, or you can enter your own amounts. Um, as far as corporations go, we have um, two major events a year, two or three major events a year where sponsorship opportunities are always there. And um, of course, it could be for one event or for each and every event that we have. And I mean, the dollars goes towards the cause. I mean, there is, even though we have these select programs that we offer, I mean, but there's always additional things that we do um, along the way. So a lot of the funding does go toward the mission and not necessarily staff, because right now we're just a volunteer staff uh, for now. But I mean, in order for us to grow and become bigger and stronger and make a more of an impact, uh, there's a point where we're going to have staffing and, uh, you know, be able to do more. And that's what I'm looking forward to doing more. We'll wrap up with contact information. You mentioned the website. Go ahead and mention it again. Yep. Where can we learn more and get involved with your foundation? ChrisOfoundation.org. That's where that's the place to um, go and find out everything about the Chris o Foundation. It is loaded with information. Um, I mean, if there's any questions that you may have, you you find our email address there. You find our contact number there, which is 1-800-807-HOPE, which is 4673. Um, but yes, chrisofoundation.org, check it out. I think you'll be pretty impressed with the things that we offer and the things that we do for all these families, not just here, but worldwide. Absolutely. Well, Chris, you are an inspiration. You are a change maker. Thank you for everything you're doing and for coming on the show. Hey, I appreciate the opportunity. This is Jeremy Park, host of the City Current Radio Show and CEO of City Current. 
I'd like to invite you to join Growth Current. Growth Current is our e-learning and online personal and professional development platform, giving you access to virtual events with thought leaders, national guest speakers, and experts who are sharing success secrets, learning modules, and so much more. Subscriptions are only $8 a month, and you can do bulk subscriptions for your team. Check out growthcurrent.com to learn more.